0: What's happening, filthy casuals? Welcome back to the Casual Couch with Sam Vickery and Gary. I'm here. He has the Margaret Thatcher of MMA himself. What's going on? What you been up to?
1: Sorry, have you just gone down to one name
0: like Madonna now, have you? You're just Gary. I have. I have. Gary. You know, we got a lot of controversial opinions flying back and forth here. We need to keep it keep it concise. Although my name's literally on my screen now, so gonna but say. Yeah. yeah. What you been up to? How's your week gone?
1: I mean, Gary, it's COVID times, right? So, what's gone on? Yeah, but you're just your it now. Yeah, Can't but just be COVID times for the rest of your life. It's been like Groundhog Day for a year. I mean, not a lot has happened. Not a lot of the good's film was going good.
0: on. Uh-uh. That film was good, though. It Robbed a bank and shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, whatever. Um, <laughs> you
0: <know. laughs> not a fan of the film, I suppose. But
1: whatever. I mean, look. Uh. All I know is Carl, uh, Carl. Carl? I was just doing a <laughs> pod with another guy called Carl, so this is going Oh, uh, here we wrong. go. So, oh,
0: I do many, several podcasts. I'm Sam. I'm the fucking. Many several. King.
1: So two. So that's not even several. You've got the meaning wrong straight away, Gary. I'm
0: pretty sure the definition of several is more than one. No, that would be
1: a couple. Uh, and then it's several. There's many. That. There's no, many. Gary, defi- it's couple well, for two. Few? It's couple where's for two, few? several for after that, all right? Where does few come into this? Uh, after two as well. So there's just many for that, yeah. I didn't make okay. up the English language, Gary. Just live with it,
0: all right? It's. You uh, it <laughs> it it sound like you did. That's the accent of someone that came up with the English language. A legend, you mean. <laughs> a legend. That what you're <laughs>
1: Listen, uh, uh, my week, though, Gary, has been filled with doing a project. Uh, I'm doing a coding course. We are a pair of wieners.
0: I'm obviously. in him. I'm I'm like a professional software guy, so haven't done that. You know, that's like. Well, you're finishing that's your like, apprenticeship, yeah. so
1: that's not it's not going to professional just yet, shall we? Because you're still. I'm a, I'm... What's your cut-off point, Gary? What's your cut-off?
0: I'm point? still in I'm still in uni, and I'm the thirty. So yeah, it's not it's not going that well. Thirty-two and doing a uh... course diploma, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Whatever next. I'd <laughs> like to say I'm I'm all happy and energetic and stuff Look today. It. Woke up, earache in both ears. I'm fucked right now. I'm absolutely shattered. What's wrong with you? That's why I'm hammering these. That's right. It's fucking awful. Don't like energy drinks. Also. Drank well, it last episode too.
1: Yeah, you, what are you talking about? You've had it on nearly... I think you've had it on every single one of them. You know, talking
0: to you, Sam, I need, I need to get some energy in myself. Is that because
1: I'm so, you know, vivacious?
0: Yeah. yeah. You've moved your arm once. That's about the most emotion i'm gonna get out of you also i'm gonna keep fixing this fucking ear thing all the time because i use eardrops and it keeps falling out now it's going fuck it has gone do you know how much wrong. of a
1: fucking weenie you sound right now gary i
0: mean i've got two sorry ears and i can't it's just got to use eardrops even the profitals have sorry ears every now and again and jessy. speaking of the speaking of the profitals cracking ufc card on the back of that was a segue by before anyway. we go any I further
1: mean, how was your week gary
0: it was it was all right until the Erics. <laughs> now everybody should know about them. Yeah, it didn't did I get up to anything? I got got pretty drunk last weekend. That's the first time I've done that in a while. Well, you but said he that the last USA time. Live.
1: Yeah, you said that the last time about two weeks ago. Oh,
0: but that was like two weeks before it. You know, that's not and, a little while, is it, Gary? In, are, there that's there not a little, little while. Wednesday. I'm just actually. I suppose in
1: Scotland, that's like a fucking rehab. No, oh yeah, of course
0: yeah, both, yeah. Like, I like it. I think I got a trophy for the longest amount of Scottish person that hasn't drank before. Okay, well fair enough. And the trophy was made out of cans. This, by the way,
1: thing. this has become so tight because I put on some beef. It looks like I've got baby roll arms everywhere. And, <laughs> and, and, and it's like the Michelin man as you get as you get older, Gary, your fat just slopes out. It doesn't it doesn't stay in one place anymore, it just kind of goes oh, oh, oh
0: so and I, when I step in the scales myself, I'm like, "Oh, that's about the way I used to be." Why the fuck does none of the shirts fit anymore? Doesn't, then. Doesn't look I've good. always been this way. Doesn't retain my well, well. <laughs> yeah, it's happened. Well it's it's all decided. We're just gonna center in, you know, like, oh, you wouldn't want to have like love handles in that shirt. Yep, you've got them now. Yeah, big, don't worry enough. about
1: it. Because you're just an unfit bastard. That's all it is. You may you may think you're fit, but no, you're just uh you're not those obliques, oh, no. Gary. You know, you're not you're not getting the crunches in.
0: Just a, and that's why your jumper is too small. It's just yeah, the muscles ripping out it's of it. been working out, guys. <laughs> so it's, it's like incredible Hulk except with more pies.
1: Listen, if it works, it works, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. It is clearly working. You're looking you're looking so fantastic right now. <sighs> and now we'll segue again. speaking to looking fantastic. Cameron Usman looked fantastic when he fought Gilbert Burns at so, the weekend. Was that Cameron? UFC Camera? Are
1: Kamara? you saying it like That's the country
0: Cameroon? I'd say Yeah. What would you say? It's Camaro.
1: It's literally It's it's well known. I'm sorry, guys. It's, it's Kamaru. well known to be Camaro.
0: Camaro Usman was fighting Gilbert Burns, and yeah, it was a great fight. Very you enjoyable. perfectly well then. Well done. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. Usually when I try and do an English accent, it comes out, I learned it off of the film Kiddlehood. But you so said, how but you said Gilbert, would I would have
1: gone with Gilbert.
0: Gilbert. Gilbert Beniz. Are you the type of guy that says if someone's wearing like one of the sleeveless jumpers, you call it a gilet?
1: No. No, I call them a twat.
0: <laughs> no one has ever looked good wearing a gilet or a gillet as, as the, a the normal man would call eyes. it. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, it is a gilet, so, but whatever. So Next,
1: but Kamaru Usman.
0: <laughs> let's talk about him. A man who definitely would sport a nice gilet, Kam- Kam- Kamaru Usman. <laughs> that's, only, that's what I'm saying. It's only because yeah, those arms looked,
1: wouldn't be contained. In any it looked shirt.
0: quite well. It looked quite well, but I, I'm just seeing on topology here that they are saying he won by power jab. Now, I would like to know what the difference between a power jab and a regular jab is. Well, and why we don't have power hooks and power uppercuts?
1: I'll tell you why, Gary, because a power jab has more power.
0: What, what's a hook there? What's a really strong hook compared well, to a regular you've got, hook? Well,
1: you've got a check hook, which is like a weak hook, and then you've just got a hook, right? So
0: so where's power hook coming in here? I don't know anyways looked amazing but very interesting start to the fight Gilbert Burns comes out there batters on around for a bit what were you thinking of it
1: I mean first round I was like here we go my prediction's gonna come correct I knew in my head Usman was gonna you know do what he's gonna do but I got very excited for a minute Uh, (laughs) I'm very excited I thought shit I've never seen Usman in this kind of trouble before and we we really haven't seen him I mean Masvidal did quite well with the leg kicks and stuff, you know, to the body in the first round of their first fight and kind of mixed up strikes and did well and made him look as though they could compete at some level. But Usman actually looked like... Sorry, Burns looked like he was actually going to destroy Usman.
0: Yeah. Um, and the thing as well there is, like, obviously Usman could just grapple Masvidal, but you could tell straight away he wanted nothing to do with the grappling no. against Burns. And that's one, like, didn't even want to consider it. So if he's getting beat up in the feet, it was... And uh, Burns looked faster and stronger than him. So a little bit I was thinking, what can Usman do to change that? What can he possibly implement?
1: Well, I'll tell you, working Mm -hmm. with Trevor Whitman seemed to be that he's worked a lot on his leg kicks and he's worked a lot on his overhand right and his straight right. And that seems to be coming through massively, particularly in that second round. It just really opened up for him. Um, Burns kind of dumped a bit of energy by the looks of things coming into the second round. And I think... It got a bit dodgy towards the end of the first round, if I remember correctly, as well for Burns. It was, it was a weird
0: of... one, wasn't it? It was like yeah. it was almost like demotivated or something. It was like he, he, was unhappy about whatever happened because he got punched once or twice. And i like, did you just forget all the battering you just did, mate? Like, are yeah. good, you're, you're sound. I think the you thing is, to so, feel bad about, are not though,
1: when you face the man the size of Osman, who apparently cuts from like two fifteen to get to where he is. Yeah. That you know, all of a sudden you start to feel that power and. You know, Usman in his last few fights, he's kind of looked a little bit of a slow starter in his first rounds. It's it's a bit of a weird one. He's not a slow starter, but he just seems that he needs a bit of time to kind of get himself into a rhythm. Once he yeah, finds that rhythm, different. it's fucking, you know, it's hell. Um, I think we saw it against Colby as well. You know, he it took him a little bit of time. He started just then repeatedly coming out and battering him and obviously broke his jaw and, and did whatever. But like I say, you can tell from those fights that his overhand right and his straight right have really been coming on, and those low leg kicks as well that he's been using recently, he's never used that before in his game, and I think, no, nah. you know, that really slowed down Gilbert Burns's movement, really made him think twice about what he was going to do about to get on the inside, and on the end of the day, Usman battered him, and yeah, you know, it's that first round was an anomaly for Usman, it was a weird one, but then just turned it up and absolutely, and we're starting to see Usman finish fighters now. Um It's He's now got double the finishes that GSP had in title defenses, which is insane to think. Yeah, um, never even thought that. And it's, you know, for me, it was a. This is where me and you got into a conversation. I think he really can truly be put in there now with the conversation of goats in that division. He's he's cleared out everyone but Wonderboy in the top five. He's beaten, I think it's seven of the top ten. I mean, it's unprecedented what he's doing. You know, it's it's a yeah. weird. I know there weren't rankings and stuff on GSP. It, it's hard to kind of, you know...
0: Well, we'll go, we'll go back to that because we had our yeah. disagreements on it. We'll, we'll touch them. There wasn't a ton, I didn't think, throughout the card to really talk about. There wasn't massive talking points, really. There were some good fights in there, but nothing. Uh, and, Women's fights, I said, I, forget I, it. We're not talking about that. I'd had Move a few on. drinks, so I didn't watch it live, so I kind of caught up the next day a I saw Gaslam Hainish, and it just looked like Gaslam didn't fight. He won the fight, but he just wasn't interested in fighting at all. Well,
1: what I would say about that is I can understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, I think what happened there was Gaslam knew he was fighting a good wrestler and he had to employ offensive wrestling as a defence to Heinich so that Heinich didn't then try and get any momentum. Or, I think yeah. that was kind of the game plan. Again, his boxing is better than Heinich. Um, You know, it just wasn't that bad.
0: Someone part. said something about Gastelum saying, uh, oh, there's no chance he would fit win this by submission and stuff. And I don't know if I've just got a different view of who Gastelum is and stuff from his early days, but I remember Gastelum just being the guy that his entire strategy was to go for a takedown, immediately take your back and submit you. Yeah, so and his that's first what few fights. I knew him as. So yes. then he did pick up his hands as time went on. But like I'm thinking if he does want to grapple on that in any fight really, he could still do exactly what he always did. That's not like it's going to have lost.
1: Well he said, didn't he in the post interview kind of re- he went back to his roots, his resting roots for this one uh, and kind of started it again. And I think he's one of those guys where he's smart. I mean, he's not smart in his diet and stuff, right? He's one of those guys, but he's smart in his fight IQ is very good. But he just seems to come out on the- he gets too caught up in fights and he's been he lost three on the trot before that. Um, this was a must win for him and I think he just did what he had to do you know he had to get yeah. his confidence back needed a win yeah he needed a win and this isn't the guy that we saw knock out Bisping right this is a different guy entirely he wasn't going for stupid things he wasn't you know just getting in a firefight and doing whatever he's looking as though he wants to build towards another win streak and get back to the top again and you yeah. know there's not much we can say about the fight it was pretty dull but yeah. you know just a resounding win really through and through it was 30-27 it could have could have maybe said
0: 29 28 for the second round, but yeah, who cares? Yeah, I didn't. I, I watched it fairly hungover, so I didn't think too much of it when I was watching it. One eye closing no. the whole time, but uh, at least he's got a win back, it's good for him. You said uh, something as well about uh, he's that he wasn't smart about his weight, but I'd say now he looks just as good at middleweight as he did at welterweight anyway. So I bet you're like, yeah, like does he really need to cut the weight? What you know, I would like, say
1: is when you saw them stood next to each other. There was a clear fucking difference, right? Yeah. A clear difference. Like, he has
0: got to be quite small, but he's done He's done kind of just as good as he did at welterweight. So if he's done as good, fuck it, just let him... I mean,
1: he got a title shot, right? Right. He got a title shot middleweight. So it was interim, obviously, at the time, but he's still got a title shot, and he's definitely up there. I mean, he's nine, or he was ranked nine in this fight or whatever. He's still definitely a top five fighter when he gets a streak back in him. He's just he's just so talented, he can do, I mean, like you say, he was predominantly a wrestler to begin with, he would get submissions, do whatever, but then his boxing just came on leaps and bounds, and we forget, he's 28 years old, Gary, that's what's fucking scary about it, or 29, yeah. like, he's not even hit his prime yet, I think prime for MMA is like 32, 31, 32, he's not even there yet, and it, it's it's scary, I mean, like, Max Holloway is another example of that, right, it's scary to think how good these guys could be in a couple yeah. of years, and You know, like when I hear people say people like Edmund Shabazzian are done, and you're like, well, (laughs) he's 23 years old. I think you need to calm the fuck down, Sunshine. But
0: um, it's because they think that if they don't like, they're supposed to immediately become like title contenders or they get like exposed otherwise. The same shit you had with like Sage Northcutt and stuff like that as well. It's like, I think I had a debate with somebody on, I've decided to join Facebook, Twitter. Don't know why. Or Facebook, Twitter, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Facebook or whatever. Um, and, uh yeah, it was some guy saying out-of-house-age uh, Northcott wasn't successful in the UFC. And it's like, the guy was six and two when he left. He three left three-fight win three fight streak. streak. Yeah. How, how the fuck is he not successful? He's still a young guy. And I know he got knocked out and won or whatever, but in terms of the UFC, it wasn't unsuccessful at all. The UFC tried to
1: him- cut his contract, didn't they? So they tried to lower his pay, if I remember was correctly. Sure. Yeah, because obviously he wasn't as successful as they'd kind of... They were thinking he's gonna be this huge yeah. star within fucking five years. He turned minutes.
0: into a pre guy yeah. in the end and, as opposed to like a main carder. And so they
1: tried to renegotiate his contract, he said fuck off. He got more money in one FC than he's earning already. It would
0: his sponsors would go through the roof anyways, because he has a awesome. guy that everybody wants on their clothes and stuff. So well, why wouldn't he want to go there?
1: He's a straight up 10, right? So I mean
0: <laughs> I'd fuck him. Yeah, I mean I well, I don't think <laughs> you'd fuck
1: him. I think uh <laughs>
0: I, think he'd be I don't know, it seems, it seems a little bit in this end sort of side, but alas we can move on so from Shaggin Sage North cut the hunk and we can move on to again, I don't, is there too much to say about Bar- Grass no. and Barbara, kind of no. went how I thought it would go, No. Uh, I heard Simon and Kelleher was a great fight, I actually didn't see that one so uh, I, I mean can't tell you about that one. It I was, heard it was good, it was
1: good. Uh, Simon was dominant uh, I didn't really see Kelleher I mean, Kelleher is game, right? He's one of those fighters, he's always game. They did this at 145 pounds because he did it. Uh, Simon did it on a three-week turnaround. He's got two wins in three weeks. Simon's wrestling is too good for Kelleher. Simon's too big, too bulky, yeah. too everything, right? Keller thank you always... Did I never... pick
0: Kelleher for that
1: fight? Uh, I don't remember. I, I
0: picked Simon, you know, who fucking knows? Why don't I remember? I think you picked Simon. Did I? Well, when we put when we put cash on the screen, we'll introduce that in a second. We'll explain this, anyways. I forgot actually, I actually. Do need to do some editing, well, but um, yeah. And yeah, if you hear any more pauses or me sniffing for some reason, I do that a lot when I'm editing. We're going to give this a spin with unedited footage, so hopefully Sam doesn't say any of his typically offensive shit that he usually says. Which else you got? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the way we're actually going to work our picks game now is each time someone wins a card, they'll put a fiver into the pot. So I think now we are one a piece, and then we draw one of the cards. So yeah. each of us now have a fiver. I guess I'll make a little graphic. But of you
1: won last week, I think, out of the five yeah. picks. I'm pretty sure. So you. who won this one? So I think I
0: picked Marquez first fight. Yeah, Marquez won. I picked Marquez uh, as well. Actually, fuck, I can't remember. Uh, we'll have to go back Marquez. and just do it next week. We can't yeah. remember.
1: Fuck it. But. I'll
0: just chuck it in. Right now, there'll be the five, and then maybe I'll chuck some names on the screen of who we picked. But yeah, uh, still, Usman definitely saved the card to me. It was the, the big one. Obviously, well, Fernandez, so and Vieira was well, fucking amazing. Well, Marquez versus uh,
1: Patolo was a great fight. So Patolo, I don't know Marquez if you saw is just this. Marquez such
0: a weird guy. I fucking creep um, he's just like an absolute tank but listen,
1: like when people talk about early onset CTE uh, <laughs> we can talk about it but
0: uh, I've got a shout of a fight actually just looking at my screen kids are the same fucking Rodolfo Vieira versus Joey Marquez have they fought before
1: I don't know but I, we'll talk about both those fights. they're the only two fights I was going to mention yeah other than that so Marquez Patolo Patolo came out the first two rounds dominated Marquez in the wrestling it was clearly 2018 up on the scorecards. Patolo normally is a grinding out fucking brawler, right? He's not. He's not a wrestler. I mean, normally see. For some reason, he went straight wrestling. Marquez is known as a wrestler and a jiu-jitsu <laughs> guy, but Marquez had to come out in the third round and just fucking you know do his shit. Yeah. And he absolutely. I mean, Patolo just gassed, and he yeah. just dominated him for the last few minutes and won that fight. And it was it was great. But I didn't realize Marquez had been out for. I think he said 31 months. Um, yeah, has it been that long? It's been that long, yeah. And I think it's crazy to think how fucking long that is, really. It's you know yeah. two and a bit two and a half years or whatever. Yeah. And he looked he looked uh, off the July 2018. Yeah, he looked off the beat a little bit. Um but fuck it. He won, he came back in the third round, did his bit, and then called out Miley Cyrus for Valentine's Day.
0: Something I hate, right, I've been seeing people say on the internet is, oh, yeah, he fucked that, he lost his shot and stuff like that. What did they think was going to happen? Like, called. I think the back and forth was, he said he wanted her to be his Valentine. She responded a joke basically saying, like, if you shave MC into your... Yeah, MC it into your chest here, then you can just a little joke. Then he replied something like, Nah, if you get a henna tattoo of my nickname on your stomach, we can do it. And everyone's like, Oh, he fucked it. He ruined his chance. What chance did they think he ha- Did they think because a girl spoke well, to him on the internet that immediately meant they were now having sex with each other? He's saying that he's
1: in conversation with her privately currently. So maybe girl he hasn't ruined the his shot, Huh? They're just having a crack, probably. Yeah, mean, but whatever. That- so what? He's fucking talking to Miley Cyrus. And he might get a quick,
0: you know,
1: what have it? I, don't know. I don't she know. know. She know. She knows for quick. You know. Know. He, might, he might. get a little handy. Who knows? Who knows? He might get a hand under the table. It, it is what it is, right? We're rooting for you to get a hand job under the table from Miley Cyrus. That that's an thing? expensive hand job, and I tell you what, fair play to him if he's going to get it. Anyway, we'll get off that. <laughs> but he is a weird fucking guy. Um, but the fight I wanted yeah. to talk about actually. Hernandez versus Vieira. Vieira, yeah, obviously, seven-time Abu Dhabi fucking black belt champion, whatever. Fluffy friggin submitted him. But to be fair, for all the critics out there on Twitter and Facebook who are obviously much better fighters than Vieira, then they go, well, you know, how could he be submitted by a purple belt? Well, it happens. It happens. And, yeah. s-
0: and also... At the stage he was at, it happens as well because he was absolutely fucked. Like, it was, at zero stamina left in him. Like, anybody can smit anyone if they're that not, tired.
1: Not only that, Gary, he dominated him so badly in the first round. Vieira dominated Hernandez.
0: Oh, yeah, immediately. He could have been down. a 10 8.
1: It could have yeah. been a 10-8. It was that fucking... I mean, maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking I think he
0: started to get battered towards the end of the round. It would have offset that. But if it stayed, like it, it was so close to getting around really yeah. that could choke him. It was unbelievable. At the back most of the round. And
1: Hernandez, whatever people want to say, it doesn't matter if you're purple or not. Your mentality is a gritty bastard and that's what Hernandez is. His, uh, his
0: chokes he was going to the neck anyways the general front choke he was going for was really dangerous yeah, yeah. looking the that high angle kind of one where they get it right up to and it looked like anytime he went for it it just seems because you can have a move that is just like you're fantastic at i'll probably say that if uh, rodolfo vieira decided to jump into cody mckenzie with a guillotine he'd probably get tapped out cody what? mckenzie Absolutely horrendous as an MMA fighter, but the guy had one of the best guillotines. He had in the that world. weird like,
1: fucking twisting cranked guillotine thing to the point that he I think had such he a had, good
0: guillotine. I think, think at team one Alpha point, male, the masters of the guillotine brought him in to teach them his style of guillotine because it was that thing. I
1: think at one point he had 10, he was 10 and 0 in MMA and he had nine guillotine finishes to his record. Yeah, something like that. It was just so everything. I mean, people person. can talk shit all they want. People can just be good at certain things, right? People can yeah. be very good at setting up and finishing certain submissions because you drill it, drill it, drill it, drill it, drill it. You may not be a black belt overall. You may not have the same skill set, but that one particular thing, and what's obvious is there was a clear dearth in striking ability. There was a clear dearth in cardio as well. There was a, a yeah. huge... Th- this is what people don't talk about. They want to go, oh, well, what's that word? Oh, dearth. What does that mean, a dearth? It's like a gap, a, like dearth.
0: a big
1: gap. Sorry. It's called, it's called a vocabulary. There's a gap. It's called
0: a vocabulary. I'm sorry, you can continue about your delts, dealt, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. And uh, yeah, Vieira just absolutely fucked himself straight away in the fight. Uh dominated right off the bat. Did show Hernandez, he's got those weaknesses. he did get taken down so quickly and then so quickly passed. And I know you can say that's because Vieira's so good, but he did kind of it was an easy pass it and it. Uh, but he shows he's good heart. As soon as he got back to his feet, he didn't even... It wasn't like when he got back to his feet, he went, right, time to reset. He was like, nah, I'm going to win this round. Like, immediately, he went across the cage and tried to point fuck out. Him. Yeah. And, like, even then, like... It could have been a 10 8 Vieira up until that, but then even then you could have maybe even slipped in Hernandez won the round at that point then because, mm. like, when he came across, he did smash that's, fucker at like the end of that round. Because if you're going to yeah, say yeah, 30 maybe, seconds
1: of striking against four and a half minutes you can of fucking watch, domination,
0: you can watch episode one to ah. see how wrong Sam is on that topic. But, yeah, that was a fantastic now, I'm sure fight. a lot of people would that...
1: actually agree with me that Vieira won that first round. I think mm. most mm. people would agree mm. that Vieira
0: won that mm. round. Yeah, let's let's just go with Shall we yeah, go with what that. the judges
1: said, shall we, Gary? Because you said they know more than us. You said that.
0: They know more than me, yes. Yeah, so and on the
1: scorecards, who was ahead? I don't know.
0: the fight the finished. They usually did they release their scorecards if yeah, the fight gets did. finished? Will they release all of them. That's one. I don't think they always release them. They release them. I know, he's like the they would say, records. like Usman Covington and shit like that. It's on the commission uh, records;
1: they're everywhere. You can see them.
0: Well, a segue, nice again. Speaking of Usman Covington, even though Covington's not part of that segue, okay. so the debate we were having is uh, whether or not Cam Camaro Usman is okay. uh, the number two. We're saying really because uh, saying he's above GSP might be a little bit hard at this point. Just but calm. basically, is he the number two? Well, are we? of all time right now me I was saying he's really really close but I would still say Matt Hughes is above that and Sam would say otherwise and I'm going to point out as well me saying that could just be a mad hipster thing but I didn't actually watch Hughes fight or anything like that that was before my time I'm just taking up like context of the record that I've seen since so so like he does have his losses so you could put that again especially later, the difference
1: but- for me is Gary I, when I first got into MMA, Matt Hughes was like the guy that everyone talked about was because he defended his championship five times, then he lost it, and like, you know, whatever. He was the guy they all talked about as being probably the greatest at that point. Yeah. But what I remember vividly is that Matt Hughes had extremely strong farm boy wrestling. And by what I mean by that is he was going against guys who didn't know how to wrestle. And so he looked amazing in a time that the sport wasn't evolved at all. And we're going back to Matt Hughes' debut at UFC 9. Not many people know this, or 12 or something. 9 or 12, I think it was. He he debuted one of those. He won that fight. He didn't come back for a long time. Then he lost to Dennis Hallman in the UFC in his second fight. He then fights for the title in his third fight. He's one and one. Carlos Newton was one and zero in the UFC. So you have to realize at the time they were switching between Pride, you know, like uh, uh, Pancrase, UFC. There were no real contracts. That's what the whole thing with BJ Penn happened as know If you know about that, but BJ yeah, Penn it left, true. and it was all a whole fucking thing, right? When he, when he was champion. So. Matt Hughes, you have to remember, was fighting people and defending against Carlos Newton. Not a great fighter. If you look at his record overall. It was I know,
0: a great fighter.
1: He's like 10 and 9 so let's calm down on that, Gary.
0: Yeah, that's like saying a win over a prime Nate Diaz with shit or something or beating Mark Hunt with shit or something like that. He was like, yeah, he might have kept fighting and stuff like that. Carlos Newton was one of the best on the planet at that time. And do you know what the best of the planet at that time was? Fuck Magnus.
1: all. Fuck all. Gary. Well, and like, this is, what and then what you're and saying, then he defends against Gil Castillo. Do you remember Gil Castillo? No, nah, I don't know anything. About exactly,
0: this is my what? whole point, Gary. You, but like, then that's like you could go no. in like fucking fifteen years time, and someone going to go, "Who the fuck was Sean Strickland that Usman beat?" You know what I mean? Like, but what what I would say with it, and I think. Your direction you go down is why people make the argument that you can't compare across generations and stuff like that. Because, yeah, you could go into things like Usman as a fighter, clearly a better fighter than Matt Hughes, definitely. But, and especially if you started to take, like, I wouldn't, when I'm looking at the best, I don't take into when they got worse and they lost at the end of their career and shit like that. Like Fred Armelenko, I don't give a fuck that he lost to Bigfoot Silva at the end of his career. You know, it doesn't, I don't really count that, any of that. But, um, I think just the context to me to be like the greatest of all time isn't who the, the calibre of people are fighting them, it was just how good those people were at the time that you beat them. So if you went on a win streak over that, 30 that, people... That, that immediately contradicts greatest of all time, the saying itself. It depends. what we're, we're saying greatest, not best.
1: No, it says greatest of all time. Yeah.
0: No, no. Yeah, so we're saying greatest, greatest of all time. Which great. So greatest yeah. is the same as best. No, it isn't. Of course, it is. Best is like entirely skill based. You can be the best fighter in the world and you can beat 10 guys that are absolute shit. You're not the greatest if you've only been beat... exactly. So, so, it, like say... so, Matt Hughes beat 10 guys that are absolute shit, right? Well, no, but yeah,
1: yeah, continue. So, let's, let's, let's just delve into some of some facts about Matt Hughes, shall we? So, he if defends you're going to against... talk about his
0: personal life, he's already the worst of them all time. So, <laughs> he
1: oh, I mean, yeah, what a piece of shit, right? Um, so he wins against Carlos Newton. He then beats Sakurai, admittedly, a good scalp at that time. At that time, one of the best. A a very good scalp, that is, at that time. Then
0: beats Carl Newton again. Don't know Gil Castillo. Gil Castillo is the next one. He's out of my knowledge of Then he beats
1: Sean Schuirk, who was five foot three and
0: definitely Yeah, but still a great fighter at the time.
1: Definitely would have been a Bantamweight or a Featherweight. They didn't have these divisions at that point. So again, the context is. Okay, he's beating who's in
0: front Wait, wait. It huh? would have been a bantamweight fight with, but they had lightweight. No. It could have been a lightweight if he felt like it. Yeah, but he came up from lightweight. Yeah, but you're saying... No, no, this could, is... I'm going to my, I'm gonna get to
1: my point on this, Gary. Hold on. He then beats Frank Trigg, right? Again, a guy who had a good record, but really they weren't good fighters. He was, being. He was just a guy... At the time in the UFC, they were looking for people who were mouthy pricks, right? Because they wanted to build momentum and people to watch. So the next fight after that, he loses to BJ Penn, who came up from lightweight to beat Matt Hughes, right? Yeah. What I'm saying is Matt Hughes, for all of his dominance and how good he was at wrestling and everything else, was beating people earlier in his career who were lighter than him. Gil Castillo wasn't a very big welterweight either. And then BJ Penn comes along, destroys him, right? Yeah, he gets that fight back and wins later on, whatever, bloody fucking duh. But then he beats George St-Pierre. Now, George St-Pierre, if you're thinking about this is the same George St-Pierre as in five years down the line, it's not. This was karate St-Pierre. And, like, St-Pierre never been in a title fight. He talks a lot of shit, all this kind of fucking whatever. And it just, you know, it wasn't really the same thing. Then it's Frank Trigg again. Then it's Joe Riggs. And then it's Hoist Gracie when he was 47 years old. My point being is the record, after you look at it, isn't as good as it was at the time like yeah at the time he looked better and looked dominant but really he wasn't doing that much I'd and say
0: if you're going to take so comparing him at Usman the thing about Usman though is he's really only been fighting top guys in the world for his last five fights Dos Anjos, Woodley, Covington, Mazud and Burns are the he's, only he's beating, top guys he's, he's, he's beaten seven
1: of the top 10 Gary
0: yeah, yeah, oh, but that's great. why, like, so, like, again, you're saying about the whole George St. pierre thing. Obviously, Leon Edwards wasn't what he is now. So, then, if you're well, going to take away the I would say George the Leon St. Piet, is
1: exactly who he is. And we could talk I, about the, that debate over and over again. But, um, Leon Edwards but then, if you look at other anyone,
0: guys, Weber, Meek. Yeah, Sergio Murray, Sean Strickland. These are the guys who was fighting before that. So he has only fought five guys at the top level. You agree I'm with that? defiantly. Yeah, no, of course he has. But like, yeah, that's what I'm just saying that he's only fought five guys at the top level. There, when you compare that, Hughes, even if you were to look
1: at that time, right? Matt Hughes didn't even beat so Carl Newton. You're going to say he was one of the best in the world. Well, I'm not sure. I would debate that even then. I would say well, he was Your like wise,
0: the UFC champ not long before that. Beating Pat Milatich
1: in his first fight in the UFC,
0: and Milatich—yeah, he be bat- Pat Milatich. Miletic, Miletic was—I don't know how old at this
1: point, but Milatich was an old the black UFC kid. champion. But how old was he?
0: Does that matter? He was the yeah, UFC champ
1: because when they're building a sport, they'd out, only what? brought in belts something like five events before. Like you're saying, this like it's a—they've a, only brought divisions in about UFC 21. Like it's not. You've got to remember the context of it is they had no one
0: on well, the, like, the on the card. Whether or not you're giving it to him, so then I'm going to throw out Sean Sherk, George St-Pierre. Again, I'm not going to throw Royce Gracie then, just because that was definitely older. Yeah, that's so there. I suppose not. Ricardo Almeida, they're, Like, it's pretty close, and if we're talking just the top-level guys, I suppose the difference would, would offset me then to say that Usman could be better is Usman is yet to find his match, I suppose, whereas like Usman had a longer run of now fighting like amongst the the best guys in the world than Hughes had without finding his match. You know what I mean? So like, what what was Hughes of uh, against the top in the world? What from Newton one was one two three four five six six fights against like the top guys before he found BJ Penn and then lost. You know what I mean? So I suppose theoretically you've got
1: to take Gil Castillo and Frank Trigg out of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, but like that's like what I'm you saying is like even if you if you were to say then Usman, I suppose even if you're throwing out like Heders and War Elves and stuff like that, he's not found as much in a longer span, I suppose. So I say that might be where I'm now looking at it, offsetting it to Usman a little bit then. Just because like if in the middle of that Usman had clashed with his like he found his BJ Penn, maybe I suppose now I'd still be saying news, but when I'm actually looking at I'm looking to Sort of like the level of time Osman's fought at the top and then not being beat or not even really being... Has he even had a split session? No, nah, he's, he's pretty much fairly dominated. It was, uh, Covington, you could say, is very close, but he didn't stop him, so you could take away closeness. I mean, on the judges,
1: they were they, they were drawing, weren't they, I think, going into that round that he stopped it. It doesn't really
0: matter when you TKO him. No, exactly, but what I'm
1: saying is that's, that's the hardest time he's had. Yeah, in the cage for and this is yeah, another suppose... thing when you look at it it's like people will say well look at what Khabib did right he was so dominant well Usman to me is just
0: as dominant like I would say it's... Usman is better well for one Usman has definitely got a better record than Khabib and people can try and debate that all day long but it's clearly a better record oh, than definitely. Khabib like yeah it's not even close Uh obviously Khabib has a bit more of that market ability and shit but uh, I'd say people would compare Usman to Khabib in a fighter and stuff like that. But I think the level that he's advancing in his game is much more comparable to like a well, John Jones than a Khabib. That was another Because Khabib that, has that was just about picked up his striking now, but not to the degree that like Usman just went out and beat a guy, even though you wouldn't say Burns is strength, like his biggest strength striking. I would say Burns is a striker because if you look at him, like battering Woodley and shit like that, yeah, is as good a striker as anybody else has a striker. Burns is probably
1: so, technically a better boxer. Technically, yeah,
0: so probably the fact that, boxing. like, Usman goes out and beats him in a striking match, yeah. I would say Usman now is, uh, like, could be one of the best strikers in the division. I, uh, It's so hard to say because I know Wonderboy is in that division and I'm, like, the world's biggest but Wonderboy is fan, just
1: but. He's another level. And that's the thing. And that's the yes. fight that we need to see, right? Because that's the only one he hasn't actually As the one.
0: Again, if I was to just say, Usman, you can pack an opponent while we figure that shit out. I get it, you know what I mean? They did it with, with GSP when they let him have his one Nick Diaz fight and stuff. So it's not the end of the world if like Covington or Masvidal slips in there just so Usman gets a fight in the meantime. But yeah, if you're going to say it, as you said earlier, the only guy who's not beating the top five has to be Wonderboy, doesn't yeah. it? So, I mean, he's calling for the
1: Masvidal in fight, right? Because it's money. But the one that the true fans want to see is Wonderboy. And in reality, I know people aren't going to be happy with me saying this, but I want to oh. see him beat Chiesa. Oh, because... Yeah. Kiesa has a skill set that is going to be difficult for him to dominate. Now, that being said, I would say Usman is a better striker. Saying,
0: yeah, you're not saying Kiesa. he's going to beat him, but you're saying
1: that... I'm saying... I was, is, wait. Yeah, I'm not saying... But then, if he beats Kiesa, right, he's basically cleared out the division. He's he's As genuinely a, cleared out the division. And then and he's no just having title fans. no that
0: to that degree. Like, no one, other than Jones, I don't think has, like, fully cleared out a division you Know, uh, but um, that's because that division the was Wally always fight. evolving,
1: that's the thing, it was always changing and, yeah. and doing whatever. So, yeah, it's
0: the thing about um, like people talk about wonder and stuff and they don't have the right image of them, I guess, in their head. If you take it, if you take out the pets, one that can happen to people, that can happen to Usman too, and people yeah. can get caught like that, and it can just happen. Um, I mean, it nearly happened in was the first really, round, right? That fight was like the most fight for him to win ever, like, if you think like. That punch catching him was indicative of what's happening. That was, that was on paper the easiest fight of Wonderboy's career, like. And, uh, but and he was dominating in, in Pettis until that point. Well, killing it, you know. If you take in the two Woodley fights and that Woodsley, the two oh, uh, fights and Darren Till, theoretically, you could give all three of them to Wonderboy and say he hasn't lost a fight other than Pettis since 2013. Well, we'd all we'd it all it, agree you know? that Wonderboy beat Till, right? We don't, but. That home, I can't remember now. I think it was just the fact that, that uh, home they just advantage stare at each other. Judges. Mm, it's going to go all the They though. just stare at each other. like That's the thing about um, about Wonderboy that... Um, it's similar to, let me shoot obviously, the crack style. Yeah, but when someone decides, I'm not coming to fight you, yeah. then now we're looking at a split decision or some shit. You know, like they're just two guys standing staring at each other. The difference that's interesting that makes Usman a good fight is because Usman ain't fucking doing that. Usman's coming for you every single second of that fight. Exactly. So and that's where is he able to pin him down to out him? Who's out-grappled uh, Wonderboy before in all his fights? Well, I think he might have been taken down maybe by Woodley at some point, but I think it's really outgrapped the I think on only once, though.
1: I don't think he was taken down yeah. a lot. I think he was taken down once in those fights. And that's why those fights were so boring, right? Because again, Woodley yeah. was afraid Staring he was afraid match. to engage and you know, As one of the boys waiting for him to
0: come So Woodley's just waiting for me to come on. i seen somebody saying that this uh, man's like a better version of Woodley. So that's why that would happen. And I'm like, I can't think of two more different fighters, other than the fact that they're ripped black guys, which is obviously what they meant. Uh, there's no comparability about their their skill set in the slightest, you know, like Woodley likes to sit back in the fence. And also people are like, oh, Woodley's a wrestler as well. Yeah, he's went for two takedowns in his entire UFC career. He ain't a wrestler anymore, mate. It's it's done. If you don't use it, you're not a wrestler. So he uses his big counter punch. He sits in the cage. That's the opposite of what Usman does, like... Yeah, it's we're not even close. I think the
1: only person you can compare Kamaru Usman to is GSP in the blueprint sort of way yeah. of fighting, especially
0: and, that jab now, yeah. the exact same guy, exactly. Just
1: but Usman's is longer, that's the thing, right? It's uh, it's weird to watch. It's but then again, if I were to go back and watch GSP when some of those jabs that used to put in people's faces, uh, where did that Usman, come from? You know, and it's Usman's like
0: just started it, whereas like GSP is established one of the greatest jabbles in the history of MMA, so like as. Usman going to be able to do that if he fights well, for I, or something. You I would say know.
1: the GSP and him have had very similar from me remembering watching it very similar kind of trajectories in the sense that when GSP won the title he was kind of a striking guy then he went to rest and he just got so good at wrestling it was unbelievable then yeah. he started to employ defensive boxing and it was like okay and this is the same with Usman now you've seen the same trajectory he was a great wrestler never really great at striking beforehand but now the same trajectory is kind of defensive offensive fight it's weird to watch because people don't understand jabbing but jabbing isn't an offensive weapon jabbing is but usman uses it and so does gsp in the same way it's offensive but also defensive it keeps someone away from you it makes them stay at the distance they can't get on the inside and it really fucking pisses people off as well but when you add power onto it like he does yeah different ball game or jab yeah power jab (laughs)
0: uh, something as well and this is me just saying this as a spectator i have no like in the cage experience of this shit or anything like that but uh a lot of people say oh mma fighters have only just started jabbing or mma fighters don't work the body enough and stuff but because they've got such small gloves that you can't just like block these like counters to that so someone jabbing out to you if someone throws an overhand right it's not like you can get to here and block it like you have to be on your head to get that block in at the end, or they don't that. even really block in MMA. They have to move ahead in instead of-
1: You don't have to worry about a knee coming up the middle either.
0: Like, yeah. it's, it's so, so like, easy to say, oh, well, what do we Body shots are too dodgy in MMA, really, unless you're that good at them, like a Max Holloway or something, because otherwise an uppercut or something, they're just so much like, the gloves are so small and the knee, all that shit, um, that like, you can't just over, like, you can't just, yeah. Obviously we see when you're at that highest level, these guys are employing the jab, but that's because they've learned to like know that counter wrestling could come back. If you're just trying to bang a jab out, they were saying that about the um. There was one actually in the fight that uh, if he just keeps relying on that, he's going to get overhand right countered. Yeah, yeah. And it's just because it's so hard to to cover that sort of distance with the small gloves to be able to counter if someone like someone we've seen so many times, someone just throws sloppy overhand rights, but they're so hard to to do anything about unless you're moving your head really.
1: Yeah, because you can't move your head when you're jabbing unless you slip completely off to the side but even yeah. then well, you're leaving tell this that open day. to be hit with oh, the other hand I suppose he's straight yeah so I was it's... going to say
0: tell that to wonder boy but now nah, he's straight he somehow can move his head into a straight that's karate yeah. that's a weird <laughs> yeah. thing about
1: karate you just learn to fucking do all this all the time yeah. it's weird and when you compete at the level that he did but the thing I was going to say as well as like to the body that you're saying about them when you watch boxers they can throw a fake right hand and then hit a liver shot right so they can they can make you move with a certain movement and then you come in and hit them with the, the liver shot. You can never see that in MMA. You have to use combinations to get to the body because yeah. you have to... Close that distance, the distance yeah. Because
0: st- she's at kicking distance, He's aren't yeah. at punching distance. Like a lot of the time if you see somebody like Canelo, he's basically like standing on your feet and like yeah, he has that sort of like he's got he's got such good footwork. Obviously, we're not saying these guys are gonna beat fucking boxers and no. boxing, obviously. But he's got that footwork that he does get in and out of his range, but at the same time, that range is still always like I can hit you, and by the time you want to hit me, I can get out of it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in MMA, you can't just punch each other, you have to like getting those punches. That's why we see the overhand right a big factor in MMA is because they try and cut that distance with it. Obviously I'm just a fat cunt sitting in my chair breaking down the technical shit just copying what I've heard other people say and spout off as if I was saying it.
1: Yeah but that's what everyone does right? So if you, <laughs> yeah. if you go boxing training so the pros <laughs> if you go boxing training your coach is going to tell you something. That's you just copy what he said. It's the same yeah. fucking thing like it's whatever. It's how you learn shit. But a lot of people I see who do podcasts and other things I'm going to mention. I can't mention names actually because it's it's uncouth. Uh,
0: but what promoting your other podcast?
1: No, 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 no. I'm talking about MMA
0: podcasts. Oh, all right, Where they like you euros that way? We we're that fucking harsh on you that you can't promote. <laughs> no, where they?
1: where they talk about technical stuff and they don't have any clue? I hear it all the
0: time, and it drives me fucking. That's insane. literally me. Well that's literally what No I've done. you
1: fought Gary and you've been in and
0: you've been coached and you've done one. Yeah, of but one. I didn't I don't really get coached like I didn't really. Yeah, I you, I didn't turn up. I just drank the whole time. Yeah, but you didn't,
1: you didn't. So there's, you know, there's difference. <laughs> and then these guys that have never even done a class are fucking talking like they know what they're talking. You know, it's you know, a sometimes thing.
0: you can break it down context, you know, I would I would be able to sit there and tell you some complexities of a jiu-jitsu thing that I've never done most of those positions, but you do I think people would sometimes don't get as well, like you're essentially studying tape constantly in MMA, yeah. that if someone was to go, oh, I sat and watch like 15 hours straight of how someone... Does a free kick in football or something like that, then you're like, Oh, shit, that guy's like proper researching the little intricacies and shit. Yeah. We watch more than that fucking MMA, intricacies. yeah. I don't know, okay. That uh, intra cookies, not intricacies, but okay, yeah, don't worry about that's, that. That's yeah. that's cookies that are um, inside you already. Did so, you see let's, the... let's, let's
1: just let's just kind of recap though that you agree with me that husband's better than Hughes now, right.
0: Yeah, uh, the more I'm like, say, it, the more I think it's where he gets stopped at times. I think he has similar top level experience, but then because you can say, "But was Matthews better than GSP? Oh no, was it? It wasn't better than GSP. Was he better than? Uh, was he better than BJ Penn? Kind of split on it, you know. Whereas like, is Usman better than every single guy he's fought Yeah, You know what I mean? So thirteen fight uh, wins. Three.
1: So essentially,
0: like there isn't a GSB to a you know. Like obviously, we are saying he's not as good, he's not as high up as GSB yet. But we're just talking generationally, you know. It's not, yeah. it's not even generation. He doesn't have an equal fighting right no. now, you know. Whereas, and he is, as you're saying, he is. He will be closing in on GSB. I think his problem, as I was saying, is he's only fought the best five times now, whereas GSB fought the best for for fucking. But again, Five years, again that whatever. shows
1: the evolution of the sport, right? So again, GSP's opponents weren't as good as the the, the opponents' husbands facing now. They weren't as well rounded. They weren't as. Efficient. They weren't, what yeah. Were they doing?
0: So if we're talking skill, uh, GSP, the hard one, because GSP was so skilled. I think type, GSP would but, walk uh, in
1: today and still be as good as he was then. I think he's one of those once uh, in a lifetime kind of athletes um, you see.
0: That's was an written down, but I'm going to throw out a very controversial one. Here we go. I think until that punch we were building up that Bisping was going to win that fight. And the reason I thought that, which is a crazy thing to say, because no one would like have agreed to that, is that one, GSP was shit scared to go to the ground room after he got elbowed to fuck uh, from the guard. Uh, as soon as he took Bisping down, that Bisping fucked him up with elbows from his back, and GSP wanted no business back down there again, so it was our striking match. And there was just that tiny little hint that GSP had started to gas a bit. Just the tiniest little bit of slowing down. Bisping is like he is, the, the, uh, is our enemy with better cardio and MMA history than Bisping. Like, he might have the greatest cardio ever. So, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, actually, I'd say that's all we had now. Yeah. But at that time, there wasn't anybody, no. and, uh, and it just, it was heating up to it. Was it the third round the fight got finished then? And just oh, yeah. Bisping was starting to have a little bit more success. And the way it was going was, like, GSP was up here and Bisping is down here. But it's starting to get a little bit closer. And it's only going to start ramping up the trajectory and the speed of that. But alas, GSP knocked him out. So again, as we said there, it doesn't really matter, does it? You, you spark on you spark somebody. did you What see I'm saying that- is,
1: if GSP was 30 years old and you dropped him in now, that's what I'm saying, he'd mm. still be as good now. With yeah, all yeah. These other guys. He, so skill-wise... He was
0: so much ahead of his time. Yeah,
1: he's he's such a weird anomaly in, in that sport. It's unbelievable. And people used to... people. I remember when GSP would fight, and yeah, he broke records and did whatever because of he, who he was as a character, but people hated watching GSP fight. They were so... Yeah, yeah, it was the bored. most hated, like... And now, yeah. MMA fucking, you know, all these hipsters are going, well, yeah, I mean, I love watching a good fucking Muay Thai grappling game. <laughs> and you're like, no, you don't. It's bullshit. You don't enjoy it. It's boring, and it's whatever. But, that's the world that we're living in now, because GSP set that that kind yeah. of road to go, but... I mean, we could beat a dead horse for this. We've got to fucking let's move did on you to see some lighter.
0: That UFC. speaking of lighter stuff, did you see that they cut a bunch of people again today? No, who? Uh, no one. Beset specific... a lot of European people, which is well... is not good. But no one really that was uh, impressive. Uh, Ale- Alexandra Alba, uh, Sarah Ascar, Chris De La Rocha. Alex Chambers, Bojan Malekovic was pretty decent. Uh, no, yeah. that's not Malekovic. That's Mihaj. That's not even. Wasn't broken. he the
1: guy that was like 228 pounds and that or 230 pounds. And he looked like he could definitely do with the cruiserweight division.
0: I'm getting the wrong guy anyways. What is that? Who am I thinking of Bojan? Is it Velikovic I was thinking of? Yeah,
1: I think Ma- the the guy that you're talking about was the heavyweight that was, yeah. there was yeah. like five eleven, but just fucking stout as fuck. And, uh, I'm that's, just saying the name wrong, anyways. but... He's the perfect reason why a cruiserweight division would yeah, be. Yeah, it's not Velikovic. No, but there's just not enough fighters, is there? That's the problem. It's People talk about the cruiserweight division, but nah, they, they can't Volekowicz, even feel the heavyweight division.
0: I, I think you're talking about the right one. Bojan Velikovic yeah. was the guy. I'm just saying his name wrong. He was the welterweight guy. Whereas I'm Bojan. Sure it's is it Mihailovic? Sure, is that Mihailovic? Yeah. Mi, Mihailovic? Yeah, that's why. I just I know Velikovic more. I don't even really know Mihailovic, to be honest. Uh, he's gone. The only one that had any sort of impressiveness is. Dmitry Sosnovsky, who is 11 0, 1 0 in UFC, and it's because I'm pretty sure he had some shit to do with kidnapping in Russia or something. Okay, like yeah, that, so. so fair enough. Okay. Some white kidnapping. Yeah. You know what? i will just fit in the other Russia. To be fair, any in any Russia, type that's just that that a are. Wednesday, right? Yeah, we've already touched on Alexander Milonenko. Someday we'll talk about Red Tarzan, the fucking maniac. Oh I my what's God, his real name guy, again? I, don't I remember the guy
1: you talked about. The ginger bastard, yeah. he was absolutely... Really
0: interesting fighter yeah. to share until what you see that he turned out to be 40 stone, and then, what is it, he went into a brothel, uh, kicked all the women out onto the street or some shit, saying know, some racist.
1: He was, the, he was a diagnosed schizophrenic, so, I mean, you were always going to get that with a guy <laughs> like him, right? So it's... Yeah. If he's off his he's meds, end the ring. <laughs> so the reason why it's probably forty stone is those meds just make you put on weight and weight and weight. They're horrible, yeah. right? So was, then he comes off pretty, them,
0: loses the fucking. Like plot. like a hole in Russia and yeah. a jail cell underground or some shit Oh well. yeah, he's he's gone forever. He's never coming out. He's. I see, is he? Is even a no? I don't even I think he's arrested No, no, I
1: thought they'd thrown away the keys. I thought they It'll put He'll probably him in.
0: be fighting. He'll probably be fighting for Fight Nights Global before the end of the year. For, I mean, great content. <laughs> so, you know, he's going to get some butts, whatever, fine. Yeah. Uh, did we have any other specific news? The only we thing the that I was going to say
1: is about Darren Till and Mike Perry having oh, right, right, yeah, a bit yeah. of banter. And it was great uh, to see, right? Because Mike Perry's one of those guys where you were worried he was going to, you know, shoot up a school at some point. And, you know... Or jumped through our window. Talking about people losing the fucking plot. Yeah. But ever since he's had this kid born... He seems to have simmered down.
0: When was his kid born? Like two days ago, he jumped through a window.
1: Like uh, a week ago, a couple of months ago. So yeah,
0: he jumped through a window born, like a
1: week ago. His kid was born two days after that window thing. A couple of months ago. <laughs> was so, that actually? Yeah? yeah, that's true. So, uh, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, he's apparently since the start of the year, he's not even been smoking weed. So obviously, he's got rehab and shit on his. I think basically, this the UFC knock. have funded him some help. They said they would. They have. And I think. You know, it's nice to see. And then he obviously blocked Darren Till and yeah. talked a lot of shit about him. Then they're talking on Darren Instagram Till's together. Crack. And, you know, they're laughing about how Darren Till smashed him in sparring. Is the fact and Mike Darren Perry can deny it. People... He's just like...
0: Uh, oh, I love right, that Darren Till yeah. says that to people. who just say it and I laugh. And it's like, fighters are supposed to be really angry at each other and really serious. And, like, there's gym codes and all this shit. And Darren Till would just go, mate, you have to admit no a fucking battle to respond <laughs> to each other. And mean? it's just... Fucking just I was thinking I'd done that and I realised the only thing I can say is like chicken. I can't say anything oh, else other than that one. Oh, yeah. <sighs> that noise. Yeah. To be fair, we've got it as well. We'll be like, ugh, oh, you know. Yeah, yours so. is, oh. That's
1: because Liverpool's sort of close to Ireland, isn't it? And they like the accents is are it? kind of yeah, there's like Is it close to Ireland? Yeah, do you not know about the amount of Irish people that live in Liverpool? Irish people live everywhere. No, you twat. So it's because there's docks there that <laughs> fucking retard. Oh, sorry. Okay.
0: I've not been to fucking Liverpool before. Who the fuck
1: you lived in Ireland, though,
0: Gary. Yeah, we don't have a lot of Liverpool people there.
1: Never mind. Let's forget this. Right? This is irrelevant. But more importantly, Darren couldn't call him a fat cunt at the end of the video. It's one of the best <laughs> things I've ever seen. I'll like, oh, fucking smash are you, fat cunts. <laughs> it's just, it's fucking great, and it's great to see the two guys who. I mean, I think there were video of them before when they were kind of mating with each other, because they talk shit online the, the and whole, then they said, "Oh, the we can train spa together."
0: Thing. And the the, whole spar, sparring. Yeah, thing. it was. Uh, was it Mike Perry said like uh, go for he wanted a spa. To, like. He wants to spar him or something like that. And yeah. for some reason, Darren Till thought he meant you want to go to a spa but together. Yeah, and to he's spa. like, yeah, we can go, yeah. yeah. And Mike Perry's like, <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, I've got some gloves. And he's like, oh, do you mean spa? Yeah, definitely. I thought you meant go get fucking I, massages together. I think Darren Till was winding
1: him up from the moment. <laughs> Probably, yeah, I mean, he's... Darren Till's a master of winding people up. He's fucking, he's great at it. <laughs> But But um, it's great to see that Mike Perry, first of all, seems to have his head screwed on a bit more. I know it's, I know yeah. it's early days. But to see him being like that compared to how he was a few months ago, punching old men in restaurants, yeah. you know, it's nice to see that something's changed a little bit. He Also, he looked, in that video, he didn't look drugged, right? So <laughs> I've seen a lot of people in my time drugged yeah. because of the work I've been in. And he had clear eyes and he looked kind of normal and he he was speaking normally and he wasn't, you know. So it, it, I think something's happened. I think he's probably been to rehab, sorted his fucking... His life, or he just had a kid and went, Shit, I can't do this anymore. You know, there's like, yeah, sometimes there's that cut off point for people, and you're like, yeah. I've got a cat now,
0: I better stop battering my misses and get my
1: that was just his <laughs> ex missus, not his current one. Don't worry about it, you know. And who hasn't been uh, their missus? <laughs> May hatch me, so
0: yeah, uh, <laughs>
1: quite a lot, I mean, I um, probably, but. Yeah, it's just we can do
0: right? it. We can do the predictions for the next card. Oh, I want to slip so one sick, in, but yeah, let's. I want to slip one in. I want to put one in rather than. I'll give you a choice of which one you want to remove: Derek Minor versus Charles Rosa, or Amavov. I'm not saying the first name. MMO versus Haws. Which one of those two do you want to remove? Because I say we put in orlovsky as instead of one of those two.
1: Well, I also think that we put in. Uh, I'd say we take out both of them for them and we may be putting closer versus Pena.
0: yeah because i'm annoyed that closer isn't representing the german flag well yeah it's the I most mean, german name i've ever heard on a knife Dracar is that
1: just on uh is that yeah but he is german i don't know he? is that I just see, on topology because you know
0: what they're not that accurate we are on our shit no he's, he's like born in fucking michigan oh well Fucking whatever. Uh, before we actually go in, we'll do our predictions. But I do want like shout out. You should all watch the prelims. See Casey O'Neill fight, Scottish fighter. We're fucking getting a fighter back in the UFC now. Really good looking fighter. She's she's nailing it. Wasn't she, she And in, in, no, she fought in the. uh affiliate We brave. I think the uh, UAE Warriors. All oh, right. Okay, so yeah. she, she she was the champion in Eternal, and then she fought in UAE Warriors last. Okay. And I'm pretty sure she stayed out there, but. Uh, she trains at a Tiger Muay Thai, so she's training with like oh, all the top fighters yeah, day yeah. in, day out. You know what I mean? So, oh, like when you look at that team, people don't even realize who fights there. Like, I, fucking people like Chefchenko fights there, uh, Fiziev fights there. Like everybody's yeah, yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. You just assume they're probably somewhere out. No, anywhere. they've got they've
1: got a great camp over there. They just, yeah, they, they, you know, they. I think um, Volkanovski goes over there quite a lot as well and does a lot of work over yeah. there and, and things. But uh, one, one shout really I want to give is another return for chad skelly who's fought once in about 17 years um, <laughs> i mean i don't know what the, he's 18 and three which is crazy to me um yeah the last time he fought was 2019 before that 2018 and then 2017 so he's not really active um there's about well, a, year like a year between fights.
0: Ding. Kind of sorry a little fight a year, kind of, Yeah, well, setup he's got going.
1: But he's a great jiu-jitsu guy. Um, good fun to watch. He's a bit of a loopy bastard as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, it'd just be a fun fight. He's never going to He's just built like yeah. a jiu-jitsu guy, and not he? He's just got jiu-jitsu it's body. Kind of Except that's new freak jujitsu where they're all mad steroid guys. <laughs> like, oh, fucking Gordon <laughs> Ryan. I mean, I mean old-school jujitsu where they yeah, used to mate, just be skinny guys. Gordon to, uh, Ryan. About
1: them. Gordon Ryan telling people that he's done it all through hard work. Yeah, hard work and Mexican supplements, pal. <laughs> No fucking way! You put on sixty pounds of muscle in a year,
0: you fucking bell end. Go fuck yourself, Gordon Ryan. Yeah, you can strangle me, but I don't give a cunt. (laughs) So closer versus Pena, what you, what you fancy with that
1: one? Okay, so this, I, I'm gonna go closer. I think Lewis Pena, when he came into UFC, was one of those guys. He had a certain look. He had a good name,
0: you know, like violent. Bob Ross or what you know, all that shit. The story about the whole adoption. Yeah, uh, good story. He found his dad, and his dad's like, are you the guy that fights in the UFC? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, man, I'm a fan of you, and I didn't know you were my son. <laughs> How weird is that? Because <laughs> uh, he was adopted, and the dad never knew it. And with that, so he found him on Ancestry. That's and, insane. Uh, yeah. And then, in fact, uh, he was like, oh, Luis Peña. I, you're not the, not, you're the, not the guy that fights in someone UFC, are you? You're not the guy that's going to come and strangle me
1: hand. for the years that I haven't been around, are you? You're not going to be <laughs> that guy. I, I'm going closer on this one. I think, closer, um, I think he's just a, a well-rounded fighter and Penny's a bit of a one-trick pony. We'll see. I could be wrong. But I think he's been a one-trick pony. I think he's a bit overrated. But I think closer. Would I wouldn't say, say
0: he's it. that one track pony. I do think he's got. He can strike and he can gr- wrestle and shit like that, and he can submit you. But I'm with you. I think uh, I, I'm just going to say close, uh, just in case we were wrong the whole time. I'm just going to say close. The only reason I'm uh, saying
1: that is because Miroslav close to the German football yeah, player. Yeah, that's the, the, the only reason, reason I would say it. But
0: yeah. does he not have a little, a little line? As they would say in Ireland, a father, a little line over his mm. thing, whereas Cosa does not. Mm. But then again, that could just be a topology thing. On my side of it, we de- I definitely copy and paste all the names. That's but yeah, right. Cosa, I'm going with him as well. Next one, arlovsky Aspinall. What a fucking great fight. I absolutely it love this. this I, think I
1: think Aspinall. I think um uh, I've got to go the English guy. It, yeah, I've got to go the English guy. But also, I think Arlovsky... He's so up and down. Um, Aspinall's on a, a a little bit of a good run. Um, I think there's something special about him as well. He, he's yeah. got a certain look about him. He, he obviously likes to it's knock the people style of fighting. Yeah.
0: He moves like the only guy I could compare him to moving a move in the heavyweight would be like Matt Matrion, probably. Yeah, uh, although he's the they're the lightest on their feet heavyweights I've probably ever seen. And uh, yeah, he looks spectacular. And like Arlovsky is the hardest journeyman of all time to beat like yeah, he's designed to beat these guys like I I I actually thought I don't think it's going to be easy for Aspinall,
1: I don't think it's going to be an easy fight
0: at all I think it is but I think it's going to be a second round knockout I think he's going to spark him really quickly and the only reason is I think he's just Orlovsky's thing is he keeps it so basic these days, he keeps his chin tucked and everything he goes out and he jabs you and he keeps that distance well now and I just think you're dealing with a guy with that good footwork, that speed, and he's got the power to match it. I think it's going to be too much Orlovsky, I think, done. And I'm going to say, like within the first man up, probably. Okay. Okay. Um, next one, uh, Chris Dolkis versus... Dawkins. yeah. Chris Dolkis versus Alexei Olenek. What are you feeling? This is a hard one, right? So Yeah, very hard.
1: Olenek, I would pick him. I think I am going to pick him, just from experience factor. And when he fights younger guys... He seems to have a little bit of an advantage over them. Um, but Dolka's I don't know. This is hard, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna flip-flop and go Olinik. here. I can't really choose. We're in a
0: problem. We're all we along the same lines that again now. I'm oh with Olinik as well. Oh. I just uh, Olinick is like he's so good at his one thing he does. And I remember I'd uh, actually bet him to beat Lewis, and I know he got absolutely smashed when it came about, but when he's doing what he's doing, he was so close to like just doing this thing against Derek Lewis. You know, it's just that he can't. He's too old to take a punch. Really, he's too slow. He's not getting any like athleticism or anything like that. But it's just so hard to make that work in your favor. You know, if you look at the guys he's yeah. lost to: Derek Lewis, Curtis Blades, Alistair Overeem, Walt Harris. What the, there's no fucking shame in those. And he's beat Mark Hunt, Maurice Screen, Fabrizio Verdun, but why that same March screen in there? I was just reading them off the screen. Clearly not <laughs> the same level as Hunt and Verdun. But yeah, you know I mean Travis Brown in there, good one as well. So he's been like, Yeah, and you're you're right in saying, like, do I think that um do I think that Chris Dawk is, is that much different from like an Anthony Hamilton or a Victor Pest no. or something? I just think he's probably about that level of like I mean, basic.
1: he had a good win in his last fight, right? 45-second knockout or whatever, yeah. I mean. But, I mean, it could happen. Yeah. It could. But I just see him being too long in the tooth, too, too fucking veteran. He's not going to get caught by that. He's going to slow down the pace. He's going to piss him off. He's going to scrag him to the ground, and he's going to fucking
0: just dominate him, I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Same wavelength on that. So then, Ketlin Vieira versus Yana Kunitskaya. All right, well, you tell us your pick here, and then I'll... Um, I'm Kunitskaya. Thank God, I'm going for you. I think, I would say Kunitskaya is one of the most underrated female fighters there is, and the reason she's underrated is because she's absolutely boring as fucking sin. She's the most boring fighter you can watch, but what she does, she is just so extremely effective at it, or uh, she basically just clutches you, she holds you there the whole time. She'd have, like, the quench, uh, the quench equivalent, uh, the clinch equivalent of Aquedra what Chael Sonnen would do, where he gets you into his zone, so he takes you down, she puts you up against the cage, but she just does enough to keep it there at all times. You're never going to get separated. She just lands enough punches. She can't manage to get fucking cyborg against the cage for a bit of that fight, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. She, no, she's I'm not. So I'm not saying she's underrated,
1: but I think Vieira. I mean, she's lost to correctly but she's beaten better opponents. Than uh, the one I definitely can't would pronounce. be better opponent. Uh, the one I can't pronounce. I can't remember. How, how do you say? I, it?
0: Yana Canitskaya. It's can not that hard to say. Canitskaya. 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 Can actually, thank God on screen they might say Canitskaya. Can so you saying that, but I'm not. I'm saying whatever fucking way they come okay. up on the screen. Well, I'm but, just saying Vieira's yeah. being better opponents.
1: From what I've seen, the skill set definitely be better as well. I think. I don't know. I think Canitskaya, whatever you want to call it, I think she might be one of those people in. Whatever. that's
0: very odd PC of you
1: whatever you want to call it <laughs> uh, I just you know I think she might be one of those fighters when she starts to have a bit of a bad moment starts to wilt um, and I think that's going to happen to her against Vieira because Vieira is a hard ass mofo
0: and she has been stopped twice now Yana as well yeah takes us to the main event Blades versus Derek Lewis I imagine we have to be saying the same on this one I'm going Blades how the fuck can you not go Blades I mean like, so easy But then again right Blades we're this saying
1: one. this but Derek Lewis is the guy who's just fucking come back from so many bad situations and knock someone out.
0: It's he has no business being as good as he is. do dare say it.
1: That man he has absolute. That man he has no. for all fat men like, out
0: there. All right. If you were to name some of the people he's beat, right? So Gabriel Gonzaga, even at that old age, was a pretty decent win. Uh Alexander Volkov, of course, last second of the fight. Francis oh, really? Ngannou, of course. Martian Taibara with Latifi, Blago Ivanov, Alexey Olenek. Travis that Brown, is an insane Roy Nelson. Amount of beat. That's an insane amount of people to beat, and yet he just he doesn't do anything. He just has a good punch in him. He did take a... Actually, I thought he in my memory... Fight, it was right? the... I know. and In my memory as well, I... and it was a deserved one too, Marshall yeah. Tybura Francis Ngannou, Alexander Volkov. That's a fucking title shot I've ever seen one at heavyweight. Yeah, I mean... And yeah, and if he wins this... He's back in title show again. How can he not? Fight I know, for the title if he wins I this, just
1: right? on paper you've got to go Blades, right? I'm How pay- can you not go Blades? I just I might put a fiver on Derek Lewis to knock him out. I might uh, do it. I might put it on because who knows
0: with that man? Blades can. not lose that right? Because there's only one man in the world that can beat Blades, and it's fucking Francis oh, Ngannou. I feel so bad for him. I feel bad for his record. Oh, we've read out, um, that. That also makes
1: Blades? me think that that's another reason why Blades might just lose, right? Because. I think it yeah, could be one of those things point. where it goes deep into the fourth. Lewis is still not giving up because he's that kind of guy. He's just, he's just in yeah. there, right? Blazers is looking a bit tired. He's like, oh, I've been beating on this guy for fucking eighteen minutes. I <sighs> Feel a bit he fucking did. tired. Lewis is just going to swing one of those was bombs.
0: It, was he not shattered in one of his recent fights? Actually, did they not really gas out and something? Who's like Blades from, i right? No, yeah. I
1: think that was Walt Harris. So nah, no. I think you need to. Uh, That's racist. Be careful.
0: <laughs> you right? actually i think i was talking about roy nelson that's really a big uh, judgment yeah, from you roy there nelson. um but uh yeah like when you look through his record i've read out where oh, see so read it as volkov jr dos santos uh alistair wolverine mark on olenik daniel omi can you that name um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, amazing record. Battled all of them. Like, didn't really have too much issue with them. Two fights against Firas and knocked out both times. Got killed. Like killed. What a fucking shame for this poor guy. Oh, that's like, just that's keeps... the thing, right? He should be able to what beat uh, Gano as well. He can beat uh, Gana. He's he's a better fighter, in my opinion, than he can't beat It just can't beat him. He can't be. It just because for
1: some reason he's a monster of a human being.
0: Gana just uh, he can only do it. He's like the same as like like. Rumble though, except he's probably more athletic, but it's just he's so good. So this at year, people out. This year, I'm going to make a prediction. He's so good at it. Inghanu knocks oh, out no, both Steve yeah. and John Jones. I wouldn't bet against that. I think that was a good shout. And I don't like Jones at all at uh, heavyweight. Don't think it. Was no, I don't think totally And I he, don't. He takes too many punches. He does. Jones and, this... and these guys get. And the extra sixty odd pounds. Yeah, but we're not just we're not just talking
1: about any guys punching. We're talking about yeah. Francis Ngannou
0: fucking punching. And to I say, think Ngannou ahead of Rumble now for heaviest hitter of all time. Oh, Oh,
1: one hundred percent in my opinion. Because yeah. Rumble had decisions at heavyweight and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, Ngannou has, Throwing but that. they're the ones he loses, right? So the one I'll throw in though does he hit harder
0: than a Ryan Nelson overhand right though?
1: So I I looked at Ngannou's record the other day when I was talking to a friend on the phone and. In his last three fights, by the way, they had a potential to go 18 rounds. Those three fights, yeah. Oh, sorry, that's four fights. They had a potential to go 18 rounds, yeah. He finished all four fights in under two minutes 30,
0: yeah. He and went like, left, like we're talking, he went half a round, Gary, with a potential of 18, yeah. That's insane. It's not like we're talking like, uh, what's it called? Um. Volcano's tomorrow here, you know, because he went through that phase of just, like, touching people and all it killed, and Gano's fought at this point for so long now, and still knocking all these people out, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, the only person I would say is comparable to that sort of consistency of how quickly we knock people out is, like, Arunda Rousey, how quickly she finished people. I mean, if you're going like, to say,
1: compared to you know, it's Mike Tyson, right, in boxing, if you're going to yeah, say yeah. about strikers and stuff like that, the only person is Mike Tyson, but yeah, and then speedy, when he's been knocking
0: these guys, out. and the
1: same with Mike Tyson, when you face someone who's a bit more skilled, it can become a difficult fight for them. Yeah, and he's just got that natural fucking thing, whatever it is, that natural kiss of death that just puts you to
0: sleep. Yeah, and I've got a feeling Steve Miocic just doesn't have the same fight he used to have in him. Like, yeah. I think he's going to just be a tiny bit slower than he was. He was so close to getting caught a few times in that fight that I think. Well, it's that first just round to be, was tough. That first yeah, round was tough for him. And then ingaru gassed
1: and just couldn't, you know. But yeah. also, Ngannou tried to be more... He tried to be, you know, a bit standoffish. He wasn't his usual tearing forward, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. I think if Ngannou comes out, I'm
0: going to kill you. That's game over. Like you're dead against strike, man. That was fucking insane.
1: 14 seconds.
0: 20 seconds on my screen. Oh, like that.
1: bullshit. The, the referee took seconds to go... <laughs>
0: What just happened? The cage was shaking too much that so I wasn't able to get there. And the thing is, it wasn't even good technique,
1: Gary. It wasn't even good technique. He was just. He nah, doesn't know.
0: He's very similar to like a Deontay Wilder in that he doesn't oh. know how to throw a punch properly. I but he love, just goes like,
1: would love to see Deontay Wilder in an Ngannou box.
0: I would yeah, love to and see. The thing about Deontay Wilder is that you could say, like, obviously, like uh, a Tyson Fury would fuck up in Ghana with his eyes closed yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. he obviously would box him. But that's not what fucking Wilder does. He goes out there and does exactly what Ghana does. To, it's just a yeah. fight. It's just we a could, fight. We could segue on these all night long and shit like yeah. that. But I'm alas, go. I'm trying not to cut anything. So it's going to be quite a long one compared to usual as well. So we can close it off. We've got our predictions in before Sam keeps throwing up his gang signs. <laughs> Thanks for watching today's video. Uh it's something I've not touched on too much, will be quick. Uh I'm going to be banging out loads of actual YouTube shit. There's a little sign. This is a quiz I'm going to do. This is so arts and crafted. Uh I'm going to be trying to bang out actual YouTube videos as a side of the podcast. So subscribe to the channel. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, he'll be he'll his ugly face will be in them too. My ugly face will be in them too. Perfect. So we'll see you in the next one, Sunday or Thursday, the usual story. Talk to you then. Bye, Gary. Hey, Sam.